Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. Sorry, <laughs> I felt like I had to cough there. <laughs> uh, this week we watched Life Size, which is not technically a decom. I it's believe. It's a wonderful world of Disney one. Yes. Uh, I don't really have anything to say before we get into it. Well, it's March 5th, 2000 is when it came out. We're also um, doing model behavior next, so it's another oh, oh non decom. So but. Um, if you don't know this movie, the cast, all-star cast, and by that I, I mean two of them. Yeah. We have Tyra, I put in quotes, kiss my fat ass thanks, <laughs> and Lindsay Lohan, of course. Um, I wrote down, um, like, where you would know them from. Like, I don't know how you wouldn't, mm-hmm. but just in case, <laughs> you've been living under a rock. So, Tyra Banks started as a model. She was the first African-American cover girl for many magazines, um, in her modeling contract, she had clauses that said, no frontal nudity, no birds, no cats, no fish, no cigarettes, no alcohol. <laughs> um, obviously, she had her own talk show, which we all know, oh, yes. and most famous, uh, America's Next Top Model, which I never watched. Uh, but I did see um, something interesting, that until season four, she would spend an hour with every single girl who got kicked off the show and talk in, pi- in private until the producers told her to stop. <laughs> um, some of her acting credits, she doesn't have many. Uh, she was in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. She played Will's cousin at UCLA. Uh, Love and Basketball, Coyote Ugly, and Life Size 2. Did you watch Life Size 2? I started watching it. I've ne- I haven't finished it yet, so we'll do one on that. Oh, we will? <laughs> if we do the first one, we have to do the second one. Because I looked up, like, the premise, and it did not look promising. I mean, no. But Literally, okay, it says, it. a 25-year-old CEO of a toy company. Yeah, I mean, I know the beginning of the story. I've started watching the second one, but we have I'm to 23. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, uh, the toy company made famous Eve dolls, and she's in the middle of a quarter-life crisis. <laughs> anyway, um, Lindsay Lohan. Now, I... Wait, first, I have to add some things about Tyra oh, Banks. Okay. I love Tyra Banks. I used to go home from school every day and watch the Tyra Banks show. That would have been deemed inappropriate for me. Oh, well, no one was home, so I'm home alone, <laughs> so I could do whatever I wanted. So I watched the Tyra Banks show, and as I said, Kiss My Fat Ass, she... A long time ago, she was, like, in the newspaper, and they were like, oh, Tyra looks obese in this swimsuit, blah, blah, blah. And so she came onto her show in the same swimsuit, and she's like, and you know what? You can't say that about people, because a few years ago, if I was younger, and blah, 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 and then she goes out there, and she's like, kiss my fat ass! And the entire audience stands up and cheers, and I felt very empowered. If you haven't girl. seen it on the internet, then go away. You're too young. Yeah, you should You should look it up and watch Same it. with um, Be Quiet, Tiffany. <laughs> True. Um, also, you never, did you even watch, like, the marathons they used to do of America's Next Top Model? No, I never watched them. Oh my god, that's so weird. Again, that probably would have been deemed inappropriate for me. Like, if I was watching it, my dad came out, my dad came in the room, he would have been like, change it. That's so weird to me. Okay, anyway, sorry. Go on about Lindsay. Okay, well, Lindsay Lohan, I cannot stress how much I was obsessed with Lindsay Lohan as a child. Yeah, I was thinking about this whenever I was looking her up. I think that she was, she must have been my first favorite actress. She definitely was for me. She, I loved her so much. I used to think I was able to tell the difference between Annie and Howie in The Parent Trap (laughs) before I realized they were the same person. Like, you know that scene whenever they, it's like like toward the end, and they're, like, getting ready to leave the hotel, and then they walk out, and, like, not even their parents can tell them apart, and they keep, like, switching accents. I used to be like, that one's Annie, and that one's Hallie. And I was like, no, wait, that one's Hallie? 
years old. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Parent Trap was before this movie. Yeah, Parent Trap. Uh, she was also in Get a Clue, which we'll get to. Oh, yes. Freaky Friday, which mm-hmm. it's a cinematic masterpiece. It is. Uh, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Again, top notch. Mm-hmm. Uh, mean Girls. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Her, not that I don't like Mean Girls. We've, we've all served our time. We love Mean Girls. Everybody knows. It's, yeah. We we don't need to stay on that. Uh, Herbie Fully Loaded, which was also great. Uh, Just My Luck. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Yeah, that was with Chris Pine. That was um, uh, a classic, like, mid-2000s rom-com. Yeah, that uh, commonly forgotten. Yeah. A lot of them from yeah. that time are. Yeah, I don't know why it was forgotten. It was pretty good yeah. from what I remember the one time I watched it. Anyway, um, if you want to know what Lindsay Lohan is up to recently, well, if you don't know... Um, after her, uh, uh, ginormous success as a singer, actress, as a child, she sadly got into drugs and stealing and drinking and DUIs. And she's, like, one of the poster children for, like, mm, child stars gone wrong. But I think she's doing pretty good for herself now. She's, like, acting and... I was going to say, most recently, she was a judge on The Masked Singer. Also, did you? I think Grace and Mamrie might have talked about this. Yeah, they did. Oh, well, if you don't listen to this, I get weird. You should. Anyway, um, she was a judge on The Masked Singer Australia, and The Masked Singer sang or whatever, and she's like, this guy sounds like, it sounds like Cody Simpson. He dated my sister, and she was like, Cody Simpson, I want my furniture back. Well, also, she had her reality show about her. Oh, yeah. She, like, ran a resort in Greece or something like that. I, I don't yeah, think it lives. it's all because of a viral video of her dancing in Greece, and she's just, like, having the time of her life. Listen, she saw an opportunity, <laughs> and she took it. Yeah, I mean, I def- I think that it got canceled after a couple episodes. Yeah. You know what? Do- live your life. Live your life. Honestly, I think she's, from what I can tell, I think she's doing good now. I think she knows who she is. And she's not doing... Tr- I haven't seen her in court recently. And isn't she in, like, your favorite SNL skit ever? Yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago, though. That was from, like, I don't know, early to mid-2000s. If you've never seen the Debbie Downer sketch at Disneyland, it has Lindsay Lohan in it, and it's the best. Yeah, so... Those are the important characters. I looked up all the other ones. None of them are in Seventh Heaven. I, Unfortunately, no Seventh Heaven. I didn't recognize time. anyone. The dad looked familiar to me, but I looked at his like um, IMDb page and I couldn't find anything. So. Oh, I don't even think I looked because <laughs> he didn't look familiar. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the movie opens with Build a Bear font <laughs> that <laughs> says life size, <laughs> and a commercial for an Eve doll, and an Eve doll is basically just a Barbie doll. Yeah, well, Eve is black, in case you didn't know, Tyra Banks Because Tyra, yeah, to match match Tyra. Yeah, and so Tyra's voice is, like, in the commercial, and then we hear the iconic song. Shine bright, shine far, don't be shy. Literally within the first, like, ten seconds of the movie, they already bring it in. It's so great. But anyway, the commercial, um, Eve is at a beach club, and she says, she can talk, too. She says, remember... Don't pollute our oceans. Mm-hmm. And she drives to the mall and she doesn't wear fur. And she, she lives says, in love animals. Don't wear them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and she lives in Sunnyville. And at the end of the commercial, she says, I'm Eve, and you're my special friend. Yeah, I put that's her catchphrase. <laughs> um, and then we cut to in real life, uh, we see a store window and um, a sale for a bunch of Eve dolls that have been marked down. And we see a group of girls looking in the window and they say, 
I don't want a doll. I want something with microchips. Yeah. Okay. What does that mean? Like, they want a Tamagotchi? I, well, <laughs> I was like, okay, like, what exactly is a microchip? Yeah. And it's literally just something that you, like, implant in something to track it. It's like, you know how when people are like, oh, like, the Russians put, like, microchips in our head to track us. Like, what does she want to do with microchips? Well, yeah, and so, like, as the girls walk away, the storekeeper is talking about how, oh, kids these days, they only want high-tech things. It's 2000, the year 2000. <laughs> yeah, so after this, we cut to a children's football game, and uh, someone, like, passes the ball, and the other person doesn't catch it. The quarterback passes the ball. Yeah. Want to use proper terms? That's the only uh, term I know. <laughs> the yeah. quarterback. Uh, the somebody else does receiver. Not catch I don't it. fucking know. Um, and so they take off their helmet, and she's like, "You drop the ball again. You throw." And then he's like, "You throw like a girl." And she's like, "I am a girl." Because she takes off her helmet to reveal her flowing long red hair. Lindsay Lohan did such a nice hair. I loved her <laughs> hair. Her flowing long hair that was not in a ponytail underneath her helmet. Something that <laughs> always bugs me. That doesn't make sense. When girls play sports, Hollywood, <laughs> they put their hair up. <laughs> and also, your hair would be all sweaty and stuck to yeah, your head. Yeah, she has so such nasty. bad helmet hair. It's like, really gross. Even just like playing softball and putting on the helmet, my head got so sweaty. Yeah, it's nasty. Um. Yeah, so the coach comes up and he's like, Casey, you need to stop this behavior because it wasn't a cool thing. The kid dropped a pass and she's like, e, you dropped it again. I mean, in his defense, he was like, you felt like a girl. And, like, yeah. she's good at the sport, so. Yeah, the coach didn't yell at him, though, for, anyway. Yeah. Uh, we see her looking to the bleachers, and it's kind of like she's looking for someone, but the camera never stops on anyone. So whoever, whoever she's looking for is not there. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to Dad, and he's at work, and he looks at his watch, and he realizes that he's missed Casey's game again. And he talks about how he hasn't been to any of her games yet this year. And his coworkers are there, and it's this man and this woman. They're trying to cheer him up, and the woman coworker, her name is Drew, invites him over for dinner. And Dad is like, "Oh, like that's really nice, but tomorrow is Casey's birthday, and so I promised her that just the two of us would like get dinner together." And so Drew's like, "Oh, that's fine." And then she like walks out of the room, and his other coworker, I think his name is Richie. That's what I Richie. Wrote. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was Reggie for a while, but then they called him Richard, and I'm like, "Oh, that's probably Richie." Yeah. So Richie's like, "Hey, like Drew likes you," and he's like, "What?" <laughs> she offered to fucking make you and your daughter dinner. Yeah, but then he's like, well, I don't know if I'm over Karen yet. Yeah, so Richie is like, you know, it's it's been two years. Karen would want you to move on. Yeah. And we also learn um, this is a law firm, and Dad's trying to make partner, and one of the reasons that he hasn't been to any of Casey's games is because he's been working so hard trying to make partner. So already we've established that Casey's mom has passed away two years ago, and Dad is not doing his best as a father. Yeah, he's he, not around as much. He thinks he's doing good because he's, like, trying to make partner and, like, make a better life for them. But that's not what Casey needs right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, later that night at home, Casey is on her computer. And she just happens. In her room. And she just happens to go on a mysticism and spells website to search for a resurrection spell. <laughs> They really just threw that at us. Yeah, she's so just quick. looking up something. Um, and then she looks up the location of a spell book that would give her a resurrection spell, which is a bookstore in town. Uh, so Dad then comes, knocks on her door, comes to her room to apologize for missing another game. And we learn that Casey's football championships are on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're kind of talking, and Casey's just kind of like... Does everything happen for a reason? Like, still looking at a picture of mom. She, we can tell that she is still not over the death of her mom, which, as a young girl, is yeah, understandable. Uh, understand, that's what I yeah. meant. Understandable. 
Yeah. Um, so dad is talking about, um, he's been really busy with work, making partners important to him. He like talks about that with her. And then he says that tomorrow they'll celebrate just the two of them. And Casey's like, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. They ask about, does everything happen for a reason? And dad says, sometimes things just happen, <laughs> sweetheart. And so that, that's the end of it. Yeah. That's <laughs> all he gives her. <laughs> so we cut to the next day and the girls who we saw earlier, like looking in the window, they're on the street, and they're like, don't look now, but here comes the loner. And so we see, like, Casey, like, walking down the street, and then they're like, ever since her mom died, she's totally ignored us. Yeah, like, get over it already. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Could you imagine being, like, 12 years old? And then No. Yeah. There. <laughs> yeah, no. There was a girl in my class whose mom did die, and, like, I can't even, like, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't, like, really good friends with her or anything, but, like. Get over it, Ari. I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, so obviously Casey has not been her usual self in the past two years since her mother's death. Right. They um, come up to her and invite her to the mall, but she rejects. She says mm-hmm. she's busy. Um, they're like, why do you hang out with us? And why don't you hang out with us anymore? And she says, there's more to life than shopping. Yeah, she says, Sarah, there's more to life than shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Sarah. <laughs> Uh, so Casey walks into the bookstore and goes straight to the metaphysics and occult section. Oh my god, that's scary. <laughs> uh, she sees the book she's looking for in this case, and she opens it up and finds that the book is $150. Mm-hmm. Um, she takes out her cash and counts what she has. She clearly doesn't have enough. And then we see her quickly rush out of the store and like take the book out from under her jacket. And then we see back at the store, she left what cash that she did have, along with an IOU. <laughs> yeah, and so the guy's like, oh, I'm never going to get this money back. <laughs> well, also, the book was, like, in a glass case. Yeah, she just, like, opened it up It was herself. just open. Why, what's the point of the gas, glass case if it's not going to be locked? Right. Also, if I were that man, I would not sell that book to... I wouldn't have that book in the first place, yeah, but I would not true. sell that book for to a child. Yeah, so back at home, Casey finds the resurrecting spell, and so... Uh, after she just, like, opens up the book and starts looking at it. Step one is to prepare the altar. Yes. Um, yeah, and so, like, that, like, happens for, like, a really short, like, split second, which I guess is, like, later that night. Because uh, then the, we'd cut to Dad filming Casey blowing out her birthday candles the next day. Mm-hmm. And she reveals that she wished for Mom to come back. Yeah, and so Dad is like, hey, we've talked about this before, like, that... That can't happen. I know you miss her, but, like, all this stuff. Yeah, she's like, remember what the doctor said. Yeah. And she's like, he's a whack job. <laughs> yeah, and so she's been going to a doctor to, like, help her grieve because dad's, like, trying to do the best he can, which good for him because. He's he's really trying. Like, this is, like, a theme where yeah. these dads are just really trying. They just don't get it. Well, and he's, like, taking her to therapy. I know she doesn't, right. like, want to do it, but, like, what the good thing to do yeah, but then Casey's like, you never want to talk about mom. This is what you just keep saying, that we just need to move on. But, like, I, it's probably that, like, um, Casey is going to the doctor to talk about it, but what she really wants is to talk with dad about it. And yeah. he just doesn't want to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this point, dad randomly pulls out these, like, tickets, but they're old tickets. And he said that he found these tickets from a Super Bowl that Casey, dad, and mom went to together. And it just reminded him of, like, He's the like, three oh, of them all there together. And then Drew shows up at their house for some reason. <laughs> okay, Drew shows up at the door and she's like, we need to finish this for work or whatever. Yeah, well, she's like, oh, I need your signature for, like, this thing or something. He couldn't have waited until, like, well, tomorrow. Yeah. And also after he was like, hey, like, tomorrow's my daughter's birthday. Right. Sorry, I'm gonna, it's just going to be the two of us. Well, it doesn't matter anyway because she brought a birthday present for Casey. Yeah, well, and doesn't she say, 
say, like, oh, I know you said no gifts, but... Yeah, well, she's like, oh, I couldn't resist or something yeah. like that. And it's like, Drew, you sneaky bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so she gives her the gift, and Casey opens it, and it's an Eve doll. Casey is not impressed. Yeah, Casey is not impressed at all. And she's like, oh, well, I know that you're a little too old to play with dolls, but, like, this is when I started collecting them when I was Yeah, young. she's like, there's a collector's item, and they come with a certificate of authenticity. Mm-hmm. And Casey's like... I'm going to go put this someplace special. Yeah. So she, she goes into her room and then puts it on this, like, high shelf. She doesn't even, like, she, set it no, up. No, she, she throws just, it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so then Casey goes back to her altar and, pl- and she reads from the book and it says she needs a remnant from mom. So she takes out mom's, like, silver nice hairbrush. Mm-hmm. And she, she says that the incantation is ready but only works once. Uh, and right before she's about to do it, there's a knock on the door, and, excuse me, <laughs> and Drew comes in to say goodnight for some reason. Yeah. Are she, she, how, how much does Casey know Drew? I don't know, but she comes in, she starts, like, making small talk, and then she, she's like, oh, those are nice trophies, and she knocks everything off yeah, the she, shelf over. <laughs> she tries to, it's like all of her football trophies or whatever, she grabs, like, one trophy and everything falls down, and something breaks. So Casey takes, like, the broken stuff out of the room to go, like, throw it away or whatever. And Drew notices the Eve doll. And she's like, oh, well, you don't look nice. Look at you. So she grabs Casey's mom's hairbrush and starts brushing Eve's hair. This is like a, like, a, like, baby brush. It's not even have, like... Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's those, like, really soft bristles, not, like, ones yeah. that could, like, do any help at yeah, all. Yeah, so I don't know what this brush was used for. Anyway, Drew brushes Eve's hair, and we see that some of Eve's hair got stuck in Mom's brush. Mm-hmm. And then Drew takes the doll and, like, sets it up on a stand next to Casey's bed on her nightstand. Yeah, and so Casey gets back, and she's like, uh, and then Drew's like, oh, sorry, like, sorry about that, happy birthday, bye, and just, like, leaves. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, I commend Drew for trying to, like, be friends with Casey, but I also don't know how long this relationship has gone on. <laughs> well, also, just, like, if someone is in their room and you, like, don't go in there, maybe. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it, she's, adults try. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but. <laughs> and I know not everyone is like me. They don't understand that the children are trying to resurrect their mother from the dead. <laughs> oh, I hate when people don't get that. So anyway, Drew leaves and Casey lights a candle and she repeats the spell in the book. Her eyes are closed and we see that the book and Eve, the Eve doll, are shining blue mm-hmm. and, they vibr- and they're like starting to vibrate and Eve falls into Casey's bed. So, do you have yeah. anything to add to that scene? Uh, no, that's okay. it. So, so, the next morning, uh, Casey wakes up to a human woman in her bed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so immediately she gets up and grabs a bat. She screams and she's like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah, and it's it's Tyra Banks, obviously, mm-hmm. and she's in this like all orange like crop top and mini skirt and high heels. It's a look. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Casey immediately looks at the woman and looks at the doll box and puts two and two together mm-hmm. that somehow the spell must have done something, and Eve has come to life instead of her mom. Yeah. And she says, I'm Eve, and you're my special friend. So, uh, Casey is, like, realizing what went wrong, that her hair is in the brush, and that's what happened, Mm -hmm. as Eve is, like, looking at everything, like, trying to understand what's going on, like, any non-human thing would when they come into a human world. 
Of course, sure. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, what's this? And what's this? And yeah. oh, I'm a human. I'm a real boy. The entire time, Casey's like, is disappointed because she knows that this spell will only, like, work once. That's what right. the book said. And so she's, like, trying to think of what she's going to do. So she ends up looking up what she can do for spell reversals. And she finds out that, or she goes into the book and she looks it up. And it says, for spell reversals, get volume two <laughs> of this book. Well, yeah, that's so smart. Yeah. Uh, those scammers. <laughs> they were going to be bringing people back to life, and then they're like, oh, you're going to have to buy another $100, $150 book. Um, she also finds out that the spell will become permanent after four days. Yeah, apparently I missed that part, because they keep talking about that later, and I was like, when did they yeah, say this that? Is where, this is where she finds yeah. it. She, she, like, briefly, bleh, briefly says it before she <laughs> finds out that she has to get volume two. Yeah. Um, and so then there's a knock on the door, and Dad's like, hey, can I come in? And Casey's like, no, um, I'm changing all this stuff, because there's a human there's girl <laughs> in her room. Tyra Banks is in her room. <laughs> um, so she tells him to leave, and Eve turns on the music. Dad, she, yeah, Dad ends up going to the store for a minute. He's like, I'm gonna go to the store before we spend our day together doing oh, yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Eve turns on music, and she's like, oh my god, it works! And she turns it up really loud, and then she's Everything around, is just, just like, fascinating. Touching everything, and she's like, everything works! These real things! Because she's a doll, and... <laughs> yeah, and then Casey says, like, don't get too used to it, because once I get that spell, I'm changing you back forever. Right, so we see Casey dragging Eve to the bookstore, who's still enamored by the world, mm-hmm. looking around and giggling. Uh, she, there's... Uh, there's a man who throws his trash on the ground in front of him, and she stops, and she says, Excuse me, this is everyone's home. Please keep it clean. Which, like, good for her. It's just one of her quotes, you know. She has certain things she can say. That's yeah, she's really into, like, saving the earth. And I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we see bad, bad. Dad comes home uh, to know Casey, and he sees a book of the dead with a $150 price tag on it. Yeah, and he's like, uh, that's not good. So he goes, and he leaves too. But uh, Yeah, so Casey outside the store tells Eve, she's like, this is the book that you need to find in the store. Um, I can't go in because the owner would recognize me for stealing the book yes- or yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so Eve walks in, and she tells the store owner what she's looking for, and he says that he doesn't have Volume 2, and Volume 1 was stolen by a girl yesterday. And Eve's like oh, I know who that is. And then she takes the store owner outside and she's like, there she is. Yeah, she just snitches on her right then. <laughs> just get stitches, Eve. Is that one of your sayings? Yeah, and so then, so, so Casey in her little bucket hat grabs her hat and starts running. Um, and as she's running, like, she's not paying attention to where she is and she falls down in the street. While this is happening, Dad also sees her fall down in the street. Um, she's just staring as this, like, oncoming truck is, like, looking at her. And instead of getting up, she just, like, lays there like she's scared. And Eve comes over to help. But instead of helping her up out of the street, she just stands in front of the truck and puts her hand out, like, stop. And luckily the truck stops. But, like, this Thank is not God, going to happen like this. Well, first of all, that truck was definitely speeding. That is, like, a small, like, small town street. And you should not have been going that fast. There that were cars could. parked on both sides, too. Yeah, so it's a not- big truck. But anyway, Eve just has the power to stop giant trucks. Apparently. And so the the truck stops, and everyone helps Casey. And Dad's like, Casey, are you okay? Like, what's going on? He says, why did you jump in front of that truck? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, did it look like it was on purpose, Dad? <laughs> 
And so dad is very thankful to Eve. And he's like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like, can we give you a ride anywhere? And she's like, how about to the mall? Yeah, so <laughs> dad says that he was like on his way to return the $150 oh, yeah. book. And dad introduces himself to Eve. Um, and yeah, and then um, Eve is like, clearly flirting with him. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, you're Ben. And then Casey faints. Yeah. Oh, well, Dad is, like, making eyes at Eve, too. Yeah, there's definitely, she, like, something going on. That's when she faints. <laughs> yeah, so then Casey wakes up at home to Dad. Um, Casey is like, oh, like, I had this horrible nightmare. But then Eve walks in. She's like, it's not a fucking nightmare. Yeah, she literally screams when she sees Eve again. Yeah, so then Dad... Okay, so first of all, like, the stranger... Comes home with them, right? Yeah, and then he lets the strange person come to yeah, the Yeah, and then Dad offers to repay her by driving her somewhere. Yeah. And then she's like, let's go to the mall. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was a little early with that. Yeah, so they go to the mall, and as they get into the car, Eve is pressing all the buttons in the car because she's still, like, so interested in all of these real-life things. And one of, one of these buttons is, like, the top to the car, so the top rolls down, and, he's, and Dad's like, oh, we haven't had this top down in ages. And Casey's like... Hello, happy. She's like, oh, this is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we cut to the mall, and Eve is talking about how beautiful the mall is and everything inside of it. Right, she's like, she's like saying all these things that dad is like taking for truth. So she's like, everything is plastic where I come from. I come from Sunnyvale. I just arrived, and I don't know how long or where I'm staying. And so dad's like, oh, like yeah. Sunnyvale. Boo, boo. He's just like asking these questions. It's basically like, Eve explaining that she's a doll, and Dad just, like, taking everything for truth. Well, yeah, it's it's kind of like Amelia Bedelia, where, like, everything she says is, like, kind of a metaphor, so Dad right. is just taking it, like, oh, but she means it literally. Right, and that's, like, this entire movie, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Is that <laughs> Dad just doesn't, doesn't understand that Eve's a doll, and, like, takes everything she says as truth, and, like, doesn't even, like, see it as weird. Yeah, whenever he asks her, like, oh, what is she doing there? Where is she gonna stay? She's like, oh, I don't know where I'm staying, and he doesn't think that that's strange. Yeah, she's like, I just arrived in town, and I don't know where I'm staying, and she's like, my luggage hasn't come yet. Like, it's, um, yeah, like, none of my luggage is here, whatever. Yeah, and so Eve sees this, uh, this polka dot address in a store window, and she's looking at it, and she's like, oh, I love it so much, but my credit card hasn't arrived yet. And so then Dad offers Dad to offer- loan her the money so she can go shopping till her stuff gets there, and then also offers for her to stay in the guest house. Casey objects to this because she's like, that was Mom's studio. Like, what are you doing? Also, this is a stranger, but that's this, Yeah, oh my God. Okay, so Dad has an 11-year-old child, and this stranger saved her by putting her hand in front of a truck. She's saying all these weird fucking things, and Dad's just like... Oh, I'll pay for your clothes, and you can stay in my guest room. Like, Dad must have, like, really been wanting that pussy. <laughs> I know. It's... I, <laughs> so much so. Uh, okay, so... so <laughs> yeah, Casey's not happy. No. Dad goes to take a work call while Eve just goes shopping. Yeah. So, <laughs> Casey and Eve are in the store, and Eve, like, has this pile of clothes that she, like, gives to Casey, and she says, okay, Casey, dress me. And Casey's like, what the fuck? Yeah, she's literally about to walk away, and then Eve's like, I've never done this before. She's, she says, Eve's never dressed herself before. <laughs> so then we have a fun clothes montage. Just say la vie! I know, again! <laughs> second D, well, not decom, but you know what I mean. Say la vie makes a comeback. Yes, and then we have a fashion show shopping montage, of course, because... Why, all good movies have one. It's true. And, you know, Tyra's trying on all these, like, great outfits and modeling for Casey and Dad. And 
Dad ends up buying all these fucking outfits. It's literally like bags upon bags upon bags of things. Did that dad just buy her? And like, this is not like a Forever Twenty One. This is like clearly like a boutique well, yeah, store. She's, she's trying on like gowns, like fancy yeah. things. And, and she like comes and models them. There's like a little like stage with like a half like circular like mirror. Yeah. Like they don't have that in Forever Twenty One. <laughs> Yeah, so dad pays for all Dad her buys money. all her fucking clothes. Yeah, that's what I, I was like, why is he not worried about how much money she's spending? That's so much money. I don't understand. So then we cut to them at a restaurant, and Eve is, like, looking at a menu, and she's like, I can't read this. And the dad's like, oh, well, it's all in Italian. Yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> she just means she can't read because she's a she doll. Never, she's a doll, right. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, real food. And dad's like, yeah, not that, like, fake crap that's at other places. <laughs> I I think he's trying to be like, oh, my God, a girl who eats. Uh, that's like, <laughs> remember in a Cinderella story, whenever Chad Michael Murray's like, a burger or a salad? And she's like, a burger. And he's like, cool, I like a girl who eats. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, stop that. Don't do that, please. So, anyway, Eve starts, like, stuffing her face with bread, which understandable. Mm-hmm. But then she also eats, like, these raw butter squares. <laughs> And so dad asks where Sunnyvale is, and she's like, it's in the middle of America where the sun shines every day. And, like, that doesn't happen in the middle of America. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> yeah, and again, dad, like, doesn't care that she's not answering any of these questions. Like, she didn't say And eating raw from. butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so dad's like, oh, like, what did, what are your, what do you do? And she d- lists five different professions. She's like, well, I was a cop, and I and was I was an a doctor. <laughs> And I was a teacher, and I was a social worker. Yeah, and Dad's like, oh, wow, like, you've done a lot. And he's like, I can't even get a secretary, to like, a good secretary or something. And Eve's like, oh, I can do that. I have very good typing skills, and I can blah, 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 blah. And Dad's like, oh, really? You want to work at my job? Dad just fucking offers her a job! <laughs> she hasn't even moved in with them yet. He I feel just, like that's a conflict of interest. He spent all this money on her clothes! And then he invites her to live in their house, and then he gives her a job. Like, listen, I know she's pretty, but, like, come on! Well, okay, and then after this, Eve goes up to this little monologue, and she says, You know, Ben, even though I do so many things, my real purpose in life is to help girls. I strive to present a positive image of womanhood, because I believe girls everywhere should believe all things are possible. And then Dad is just like... My wife believed that. (laughs) And and Casey just, like, looks down. Poor Casey. Yeah. No wonder she had to, like, resort to a resurrection spell. Yeah. And then, so then, like, I don't know, the conversation is still going. And Dad's like, oh, like, Eve, have you ever been married? And she's like, no. She's like, I've dated, but the boys back home are so stiff. (laughs) (laughs) And then she says, you're the most interesting man I've ever met. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then, I don't know. Dad leaves for something, and then Eve tells Casey, your dad's cute. Yeah, and Casey's like, you can't date him, you're a doll. And then Eve's just like, not anymore. (laughs) That is menacing. Right, so then we cut to back at at home. Uh, Casey's trying to look up where to get volume two online, and the bookstore says that it's due in one week, but they only have three days left. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we cut to Eve watching TV in Mom's studio, uh, she's watching a western, and she's, like, pretending to, like, shoot guns. She changes the channel to a romance where a woman slaps a man. Mm-hmm. It's very interested, but then she decides to watch the shopping channel. Well, she also turns to one that has, like, sirens, and she, and gunshots, oh, yeah. and she changes that off real fast. 
couldn't stand those. No. Um, no. So Casey tries to tell Dad about Eve that she is a doll, mm-hmm. but <laughs> he does not believe her. <laughs> he's just like, no, she's just a nice woman that I invited t- to live in our house. Yeah, well, and he's he thinks she's making it up, and he's like, do we need to see the doctor again? And she's just like, no. And she's like, I'll prove it. So she she goes to her room and, like, throws the Eve box for some reason, and then she finds the certificate of authenticity. And she's like, oh, I have an idea. She's like, this might be my way in. But then we cut to Eve and Dad in his office at, at his, like, job. And so Eve has to fill out some paperwork about her employment, and this lady is, like, the, a- the HR lady. Yeah. She's like, asking your question. She's like, okay, like, what was your she past job? She never, like, job? filled out a job application. <laughs> well, yeah. And she's like, okay, what well, was your past job? And she's like, ah, I was an astronaut. Blah, blah, blah. And she's just giving, like, these stupid answers to, like, where are you from? She's like, Sunnyville. <laughs> and they're like, what state? And she's like, where the sun always shines. And she's like, Florida? And just, like, writes <laughs> this it down. This is the sunshine state. Oh, yeah. And then they ask for her last name, and she doesn't give give one. Yeah, and this is not a red flag to any of them. No. So then Dad gives Eve work to do with the computer, and she starts, like, fiddling with the computer, because she's obviously never used one before, and ends up, like, deleting a bunch of files. Yeah, there are just <laughs> these important files on the desktop of the computer. Yeah, no <laughs> on the secretary's keys. computer. Yeah, and she just, like, deletes them, and then Richie comes over, and he, like, undeletes them all. And, and he's, he's like, like well, there. Mm-hmm. You want some computer tips or whatever? And then Dad comes back over, and he's like, hey, Eve, I need to, like, talk to you or something. Um, so Eve is somewhere, but Dad is talking to Richie, and Richie's like, hey, is it okay if I ask her out? And Dad's like, yeah, that's fine. I want Yeah, she's like, I want to ask her to the work party tonight. Yeah. And Dad's like, yeah, like, she's just living with me. We're not together. Yeah. Um, and then we see uh, Eve gives Dad a massage in his office. Yeah, well, Dad is like, oh, my neck is so stiff. And then Eve starts giving him a He's massage. He's like, I was a massage therapist. Yeah. <laughs> and Drew walks in. Yeah. Uh, and basically just, like, kind of, like, checks it out. Like, hmm, what's going on here? It's coming up on my man. Well, yeah, and Drew's like, oh, Eve, you look familiar. But she can't, like, place where she's seen her before. It's obviously because she's the dog. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so then we see a work montage. Um, Eve types gibberish into a computer because she does not know how to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, she shreds papers because she's trying to save the environment. <laughs> um, and then the HR lady is like, uh, you're done. I'm calling you a cab because you're just a mess and we can't have you here. Um, and then Eve is like, I don't understand how I'm bad at this. I'm good at everything. I'm a role model for women, for young girls. And the HR lady says... We've all got our talents. <laughs> like, implying that Eve's talent is being pretty. <laughs> well, yeah, she's like, you can't succeed at everything. And then she says that, uh, the HR lady says she wishes a guy would notice her. Yeah, and she's like, we all have our talents, and I can't even get a guy in the office to look at me. Yeah, and, so and so Eve decides to do her makeup. And <laughs> yeah. it gives the lady some confidence. Mm-hmm. And Eve doesn't leave the office. Yeah, it's basically just a she's all that moment. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but now the woman likes Eve because, yeah. oh, she gave her a makeover. Yeah, in the office. I don't wow. know where, did Eve bring all this makeup with her? I don't know. They she don't have the same it, skin tone. She has it with her at all times. <laughs> um, so then we cut to Casey, and she goes to the toy store, and she starts asking about the authenticity and learns that they have a number of authenticity on their Each seat. Eve doll. Yeah, and so Casey barges in, she goes back home, she barges into Eve's room, and she sees the l- little, like, code on Eve's foot, and she's like, ha, 
I figured it out. And she's like, I'm going to tell dad. And Eve's like, can you wait till after tonight? I have a party to go to. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to the work party with Richard. And Casey says, just because you're gorgeous doesn't mean you get everything you want. Your days are numbered, (laughs) literally. (laughs) Yeah, so then we cut to dad and Drew at the party. And I just want to talk about this party for a second. Okay. I don't know, like where they live or how fancy this law firm is that they work at, but this is a fucking black tie party. Everyone is in tuxedos and long gowns, and I have a work party in two weeks, and I'm planning on wearing a sweater and leggings and showing up late. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine wearing a gown ever. (laughs) It's, yeah. (laughs) I had, like... I had one opportunity to wear a gown at prom, a gown, in quotations. I have a maxi dress. I wouldn't call that a gown. Well, yeah. I mean, if I ever get married, that would be a gown, and then maybe... Yeah, but all these women are just, like, casually wearing black tie gowns to this work party. Well, I guess you you know where you work. I guess it's a really fancy law firm. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, and so Dad and Drew are talking, and then they look over, and Eve is walking in, and she... On Richard's arm. Yes, and she is wearing this red satin ball gown, and it has, like, it's only covering, like, one... Yeah, okay, so it's, like, one shoulder, and, like, the one shoulder part is red, and that, like, goes down, like, her right boob, and then ends up um, going, like, all the way down around her boobs, but then her left boob is covered by, like, black lace. Yeah. But it's, like, a part of the dress... It's yeah, not like yeah, it's not like a weird thing. Like it looks very nice. But yeah, and just, then it's like a mermaid. There's like tulle on the bottom, and she's wearing black long gloves. Yeah, <laughs> it's a look. And so everyone like turns and looks at like her a, a Cinderella in. moment. Yeah, definitely. And so so Eve goes over to the appetizers and eats all of them. <laughs> which is, like, yeah, a mood. <laughs> well, and then they start talking about how she was a bad secretary, but then she was, and they were like, oh, but Ellen was raving about her. Yeah, right, that's the HR lady. Yeah. Uh, so Dad dances is dancing with Drew, but he cannot stop looking at Eve, and Drew can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, Eve grabs Ben. Oh, that's Dad for yeah. a dance, <laughs> and they immediately become the center of attention. Oh, yeah, doing some like I don't know. Dad's just kind of standing there, and Eve's doing all the work. Yeah. Well, she st- goes to start leading him, but he like steps the same place she does, and then she's like, "Let me just take the reins of." This. Also, Eve is like a good foot taller than Dad. <laughs> she's wearing like heels at this point, probably. Well, yeah, I mean, and Tyra Banks is there. Very tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they're dancing and everyone is walking. And Drew's watching. like, how does a girl compete with that? Yeah, that's sad. Uh, and Dad's like, you know, when I'm with you, Eve, I forget about work and my clients and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and then Eve's like, oh, you shouldn't worry so much. Life should be fun. <laughs> okay, Eve, thank you. Um, so then she goes back over to Richie and he asks how she finds the time to work out because she's so fit. And Eve is like, oh, fitness is very important. Also, I'm anatomically correct. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what? I'm tr- just had to throw that in there. I'm trying to, like, like, I had Polly Pockets, and whenever, like, they didn't have clothes on, they had underwear, and then Barbies were just, like, they had, like, like shapes, but not, like, any details or no. anything. And I, I <laughs> don't know what she means by that. It's an Eve doll. I don't know. I never I, had one. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Rich Richie doesn't like respond to that at all. He just like no. acts like that didn't happen. And then he's like, "Hey, you want to get out of here?" Yeah, he's like, "Oh, should the two of us just like get out of here?" And then Eve slaps him. Good, he, good for her. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, am I being too forward?" And she's like, "Oh, I don't know. I just saw them in a movie." And then she says, "Wasn't I supposed to do that? You were being forward." Yeah. And then Richie's just like, 
Yeah, yeah, you were right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, and so then she, like, gives him a little pep talk, too, and she's like, you know, you're a good guy, but you shouldn't act like someone else to impress me or something. Right, so <laughs> she's known this guy less than a day, and she's already like, you weren't being yourself. You were trying to be someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Eve like, just knows everything. You know, Eve, he could just be a sleazeball. <laughs> yeah, um, and so then, for some reason, the, like, uh, music act is like, oh. The band. Yeah, the band is like, oh, does anybody want to sing? Well, no, he asked for, like, if we're taking requests, oh, if you guys okay. want any. And then Eve just runs up and grabs the mic, and she's like, you guys know Be a Star? <laughs> and they're like, if you sing it, we'll probably figure it out. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Eve breaks out. Eve, Tyra herself, yes. <laughs> breaks out into be a star. And, like, okay. So, how does, I don't know all the words, but it's Eve's like. Eve's great. No matter where she goes, dress her up from her head to her toes. At the mall, and she loves high fashion at the night. They'll spend the whole night dancing. And then we go to the chorus, which I'm sure everyone knows shine bright, shine far. Don't be shy. Be a star. Be a star. Where you live, where you are, be a be star. A star. God, that should have been my senior quote. <laughs> <laughs> it's truly amazing. And everyone at first is like looking at her like she's weird because she is because she's singing the song from the commercial. <laughs> the Eve Honestly, like if I had the chance to get up and sing the Education Connection commercial, I would in a heartbeat. Well, yeah. And so then like as she's singing, she makes everybody like get up and dance and... Yeah, she gets, like, everyone onto the dance floor, and then she starts dancing with, like, an important judge, and um, everyone, like, gets up, and they're having fun, because, like, it's Be A Star. Yeah. Um, And then Richie walks up to Ellen, the HR lady, and asks her to dance, and she's like, well, of course I will. Mm -hmm. And then all the workers have fun. And they're dancing. That's yeah. That's, and singing, maybe. Yeah. Um, I didn't look it up. I'm pretty sure this won a Grammy for that song. <laughs> if not, it was snubbed. <laughs> Who did? Grammys for music and movies. Who did win the Grammys in 2000? Here, I'll look it up. Best <laughs> song Grammy. Hold on. Best song Grammy 2000. Uh, record of the year was Santana. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) So basically this song. Um, hold on. 42nd Annual Grammy Awards. Uh, let's see. Award winners. Um, okay. Record of the year was Smooth by Santana. (laughs) (laughs) Album of the year was Supernatural by Santana. Oh my gosh. Song of the year was Smooth by Santana. He swept. (laughs) Good for him. So if you're wondering about some setting about the year 2000, that's what was going on. Honestly, I'm not mad, though. That's a great song. Yeah, that's the music scene in the year 2000. And then we have Be A Star. Yeah. Very different. Also very different. Be A Star really went up against Smooth by Santana. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so anyway, after the party, um, Dad drives Eve Eve home because they live together. Uh, Casey hears this. Here's them. She wakes up uh, with the certificate of authenticity in her hand. Mm-hmm. Um, Dad kind of like walks Eve out to the guest room, so they walk like through the house and into the backyard, and they look at the sky, and Aww, it's so romantic. Look at the, stars, look so at the moon. Um, and Casey catches Dad and Eve right as they're about to kiss. Uh, Casey, <laughs> they don't actually kiss. Casey yeah. comes in right before they're about to. Uh, Casey's crying, and <laughs> Eve says, "Casey, your eyes, they're wet." 
<laughs> so Casey runs back into the house and dad finds her crying in her room mm-hmm. and she's like you're falling in love with Eve and dad's like no I'm not but it's like dude look at yourself well and like maybe he's not trying to but though his actions are not saying that right and uh so, and she's, she's like yeah she's angry that he let Eve stay in mom's special place Mm-hmm. Um, and she ends up by telling him to go away, I hate you. That makes me so sad. I put a sad face. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me sad whenever people in TV shows tell their parents they hate them. Yeah, I, she's going through a lot. Yeah, I know. And there's this stranger, this doll, she knows it's a doll living in her house, but her dad thinks it's human and doesn't believe her. I know, I get it. It makes me sad. <laughs> Uh, so then we cut to Casey at football practice. She yells at Butterfingers again for <laughs> dropping the ball, and she gets benched during practice. And she's like, but the championships are tomorrow. I have to practice. You just so casually said Butterfinger <laughs> like it was his name. <laughs> he doesn't have a name. His name's Bruce. That's dumb. Who names a child Bruce? His mother, who we meet later. Yo, can you imagine looking at a child and, like carrying a baby? And being... <laughs> this is Bruce. Well, Bruce just makes me think of Matilda. Oh, that's not what I thought of. I think of Finding Nemo. The shark. Anyway, Eve shows up at practice, up to Casey on the bench, and she's like, uh, Casey, what was happening last night? You had, like, water coming out of your eyes. What the fuck, girl? Yeah, and so Casey has to explain crying. Yeah. And 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 then Eve's like, where does that come from? And Casey's like, the heart. (laughs) (laughs) Tears come from the heart. Casey is, like, basically trying to explain sadness to Eve. Yeah, and she doesn't get it. And she's like, being a human is fun. And Casey's like, hey, losing people isn't fun. (laughs) Right, so then Casey explains what happened to her mom. And she says she went went in for it. Everything was fine, but she went in for a checkup, and they found something, and she was quickly gone. And that stuck with me from the first time I saw it. And every time I go into a checkup, I'm like... What if they find something, like, in Life Size, like she said? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know why that stuck with me, like, ev- like whenever I watched it as a child. <laughs> that did not stick with me when I watched it as a child. <laughs> so anyway, Eve tells Casey, she's like, that is not fair what happened to you, and your mom is irreplaceable. Yeah, and she said every girl deserves to have her mother. Yeah, no one can replace her. And so Eve says that she has a great idea, and then she tells Casey to meet her back at home. And so, we, so Eve runs home. <laughs> yeah. So then we cut to dad and he's at work. Drew comes over and she talks, starts talking about Eve and how Eve's kind wait, of strange. Wait, wait, wait. I want to um, go back a little bit. So before they start talking about Eve, Drew tells dad that if he nails his deposition, he'll get partner. Oh. And I was looking this up and I was like, what, how does this like reflect your performance? And I looked up and a deposition is just like. Whenever you give testimony out of court, so it's like whenever, like in movies, whenever you see like the lawyer sitting at the table and then there's like the voice recorder and then the witness and they're like, this is what happened. And it's like, I don't know anything about being a lawyer, but does dad really have to be there for that? What, how does like that determine if he'll get partner? Like it's all up to the witness, really. I don't know. But like, it just made me confused. <laughs> I have no idea. Anyway, so like you said, they start talking about Eve, and Drew was like, you know, I looked at uh, her employment application, and her previous employment said NASA, police, and doctor. And Drew was like, you know, there's something strange, but Dad still does not believe it. <laughs> yeah, and Dad's just like, oh, everybody over-exaggerates on applications or something. Yeah. Like, then, not fucking NASA. <laughs> yeah, so then Drew is, like, second-guessing herself, and she's like, oh, like, sorry, maybe I'm just being jealous. And then she, like, goes to walk away, and then Dad's like, oh, wait. He's like, it's good to know that you're jealous. And then mm. I wrote, toxic. 
Mm, well, it's okay. So like, she's like, well, maybe I'm just being jealous, and I'm like, I don't want to see you or Casey get hurt because yeah. like this is weird, and I care about you both. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, mm, it's nice to know that you're jealous. Ew. Ew. That's your boss. <laughs> also, no, just ew. I mean, like they're like coworkers, but just like someone being like, oh, I like that you're jealous. Like jealousy is not a cute trait. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> at home, Eve. Um, Brings out all this cooking stuff, and she tries to cook, but ends up burning whatever food she makes. Casey come ho- comes home to Eve crying in the kitchen, and there's smoke everywhere, and the alarm's going off. Yeah. And she's like, Casey, Casey! Well, there's a literal fire, so Casey goes to grab the fire extinguisher, and then and then uh, Eve tries to take it out of her hands, and they end up, like, spraying each other with it. And then finally Casey, like, sprays it out, and then Eve is, like, crying, like you said, and she's like... I feel stupid. She's like, I, I can't do anything right. I can't type. I can't cook. Yeah, and so Eve is upset that she doesn't know how to do anything, and Casey just starts laughing at her, basically, and she's <laughs> like, that's what being a human is. Yeah, and they, they're they like, look at your face. You have fire extinguisher all over you. and <laughs> Probably not very good for your skin. <laughs> and Tyra Banks is like, so do you. <laughs> they just, like, end up laughing and bonding. Yeah. And so then later we cut to Eve brushing Casey's hair and she's they, There's pizza on the bed, so. Yeah. She's complimenting Casey and. Um, she's like, your hair is so beautiful. Yeah, and she's like, oh, you're so pretty. There's nothing wrong with showing it. <laughs> they said that in Freaky Friday too. <laughs> right after, whenever, um, after they switch and she's about to go to school, uh, she, the, what's her fucking name anna is Lindsay lohan she puts her hair up in a bun because jamie lee curtis is in her body and she's like oh like you have such a pretty face i don't know why you like wear it back more i don't know anyway eve uh starts saying that she's sad because she hasn't helped any girls while uh while being here and no one wants to buy her anymore oh well during this part part uh casey also talks about how dad calls her smile the hundred watt the hundred watt smile that's right uh, right, so no one wants to buy Eve anymore, and Casey tells Eve, like, you don't have to be perfect. Like, people don't want a role model that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, she says perfect is boring. Right. She's like, people make mistakes, and that's what you do. Yeah, and she said, trying your best is, like, what's most important. And so, then, after that, Eve brings up that Casey has been pushing everyone away. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> she's just like, you can't keep pushing people away and being unhappy. Yeah, well, and then she's like, your mom would want you to heal and, like, yeah. spend time with your friends. And I'm like, you're Bitch. a doll, Tyra. You don't know her mom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's good advice, but still, like, weird. <laughs> right, so then Dad sees them through the door. He, he sees them bonding together, and he's like, Casey, it's time for you to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, so Eve leaves the room, and Dad is like, Dad tells Eve that he hasn't seen Casey smile that much in a long time. And then Eve tells Dad that she wants to see Casey's practice. Uh, she's really good, and I hope you'll be at the game tomorrow. And Dad's like, you know, work prevents me from going to games. So he's like, I want to be there, but like, I don't know, because of work. Because of that deposition I got to get. Yeah. So the next day, uh, Casey is packing a bag of football gear for her championship game. Uh, before Dad leaves for work, he promises to be there, but Casey ignores him, kind of expecting him to... The big game tonight. Yeah. He expects... She just expects him to not show up. Yeah. Um, and, and so, as she's packing, Casey's computer, first of all, has a picture of her face and a stick figure drawing <laughs> of her in a football uniform, <laughs> and then this little, like, email graphic pops up, and she gets an email telling her that the book has arrived. Volume in the two. Yeah. Um, and so then so, we, yeah, we cut to Eve, uh, she is watching the news, 
And they say that the Eve doll sales continue to decline, and that the company may cancel Eve altogether. Mm-hmm. So she starts worrying. She's like, no, 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 I can't do that. I have to help girls. Um, and then Casey comes in, and she says, volume two arrived, but they don't need it anymore because she can stay here forever. Yeah, now they're friends. And this is the third day anyway, so by sundown, she'll be there forever. She won't ever be a doll again. Right. And then Eve tries to explain. She's like, but the Eve dolls are declining. I'm, I have to go back. But Casey, her ride shows up at the same time. So she's like, okay, like, see you later at the game. And yeah. she leaves. Uh, so then the football game begins, and Dad is not in the stands. Uh, back at work, Dad's clients have still not shown up. They were supposed to be there a half hour ago. Well, but this time he's, like, looking at his watch, and he's, like, anxiously waiting for them right. to get there. And the entire time his coworkers are just like, it's fine, we just need to sign this, blah, 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 Right, like, he doesn't have to be there. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, and he's just like, what about Casey's game? Well, how is Casey gonna win without her biggest fan? Right. And so he ends up just, like, walking out. And, like, as he's doing that, like, the secretary is like, oh, like, they're, they're on their way here. They called. And he's just like, well, I have to leave. And then, like, the boss comes up to him, and he's like, hey, like, what are you doing? And he's like, it's my daughter's game. I haven't been to any of her games this year. Like, he's like, even if this jeopardizes the partnership, it's fine. I got to go to this game. Yeah. Uh, so dad shows up as Casey gets tackled. Mm-hmm. Uh, he shows up, like, toward the end of the first quarter. Dad uh, cheers for her. And, like, as the play, is, as going the play on, is going on, Casey looks over and she notices him and then gets tackled because yeah. <laughs> she wasn't paying attention. Yeah, so then dad's, like, kind of embarrassed. He's like, oh, geez. But, but she's happy that he's there. Yeah. She smiles and waves. Yeah, so then we cut to Eve is walking down the street, and Eve has a new look. She has yes. straight across bangs. Her hair is, like, shoulder length now. She's wearing, like, a white shirt and a pink cardigan. She's, she's like, a, a, a wife beater that's, like, a crop top. Yeah, and a and pink a, cardigan, some jeans. And, and some white walking sneakers. walking down the street, you A know. little backpack. Mm-hmm. As she passes by um, a final clearance window in the Toy Story of Eve dolls. And she looks worried about this. Right. But then we come back to the football game, and their team wait, is Wait, down. wait, wait. We see Eve going into the oh, bookshop. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we assume that she's going to go get volume two. Yeah. And then we cut back to the game, and mm-hmm. Casey's team trails by four with 12 seconds left, and that's when Eve shows up. Yeah. Uh, she's in the stands, and she's trying to say goodbye to Dad. Uh, Casey. Yeah, Casey looks over, and she sees Dad and Eve, and then she smiles. She and smiles and waves. she says, Blue 42, Blue 42, hike, hike, <laughs> which is, like, the most football movie thing I've ever heard in my life. That's what they say in Air Buddy Football. The play is B-52. <laughs> <laughs> we used to say it all the time whenever we would play football, or, like, pretend to play football. We'd be like, B-52! <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they uh, start the play. Casey throws the ball to Butterfingers. Who well, Casey makes this beautiful pass. And right. After she does, she gets tackled. So she did, like, everything right. And then he catches the ball. And Butterfingers like, catches it. He's running. He's running. And he gets tackled right before the line. <laughs> and it doesn't cross the line. So they lose. So they lose. And time has run out. This is, like, the first one where they, like, lose. Like, that doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Uh, so dad goes to the field, and Casey's, like, kind of sad, but dad's like, that was the best pass I have ever seen. And they hug, and dad apologizes for not really being there, not only at the games, but for Casey since mom died. Mm -hmm. Uh, they both cry, and they both say they miss mom, which was, (laughs) touched me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Eve watches from the bleachers, and as she watching, as she's watching, a single tear falls from her cheek. Yeah. Well, and then dad is talking to Casey and he's like, how about that 100 watt smile? He's like, that's about a 50 watt. What about the 100 watt? Oh my God, I would slap him. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then Bruce, a.k.a. Butterfingers, <laughs> comes over, and he's like, hey, that's a nice pass. And she was like, for a girl? And he's like, for anyone. Yeah, so they're, like, kind of friends now. Yeah. Now that, like, Casey's dad was like, hey, I miss mom, everything, and Casey's life is good again. Yeah, well, and then Bruce's mom is there, too, and they're like, oh, where's Eve? And she's like, oh, Eve said goodbye. She said something about, she found she a book. She left with a book. someone's gonna read it to her, and then Casey's like, oh my god, we gotta go. And dad's like, where are we going? And she's like, no time for that. Let's just go. Yeah, dad still has no idea what's going on. And he's just, like, like bending to the whims of this 12-year-old girl who's like, yeah. we need to go now. Yeah, so then we see Eve shows up at, like, the toy factory where they make Eve dolls. Mm-hmm. And she walks into the Eve commercial set with all of the Eve accessories and scenes. So we see, like, her car, her mall, her house, her beach. Like, basically Sunnyville. Yeah. Uh, Eve starts reciting the reverse spell, and then we see Casey and Dad show up at the toy factory, and Dad still has no idea what's going on. Yeah, and so they ask the security guard, he, like, kind of directs them where to go, and they start following, and Casey sees her backpack, and she's like, oh no, but then Eve comes out, so she hasn't come back yet. Like, I don't know. (laughs) So, like, Eve, like, started the spell, and then just, like... Went off to the side for a second. For some reason. I don't know. Yeah, so then Eve comes out, and Casey hugs her, and she's like, oh my god, it's not too late. And then Eve's like, yeah, it is. Like, the spell's complete. And Dad is like, wait, so it's real? Yeah, Dad finally fucking catches on, and Eve takes off her shoe and shows him the serial number on her foot. Which could have just, like, been a weird tattoo. Yeah, like, I don't know why. Of all of the things, that's, like, the least believable part of right. this. Like, if somebody showed me a tattoo on their foot, I'd be like, okay, and? I also, oh my god, I can't even imagine, like, getting a tattoo tattoo on the bottom of your foot like I can't even itch the bottom of my foot I don't know (laughs) but yeah so they're like crying and hugging and they're like we love you like you can't leave and she's like well I have to go back because I want to help other girls she's like I'm needed back in Sunnyville and the important thing is that I'm going to take back everything that I've learned here with me yeah and so dad thanks Eve and then they're all crying and they hug and then Eve steps into like the little star where all of her stuff is. She waves and then she like magic goes the blue around her. D- light and like sparkles. twirls around yeah. her and then she turns back into it all. Yeah. And then Dad picks up the doll, which, like, was really weird. Yeah, Dad picks up the doll and, like, hands it to Casey, and she's like... And it's like, you know, that that was just a human, like, two seconds ago. Yeah, and so then Dad's like, we'll put her somewhere special. Yeah, I I don't know. (laughs) It's weird. So then we cut to uh, Dad and Casey are walking past a group of children gathered outside the toy shop. Mm -hmm. The girls are in line for the new Eve dolls that have just arrived. Yeah, and they are selling like crazy. The line is like across the whole block. Right. Casey uh, spots her friends that uh, made fun of her in the beginning. And she's like, Dad, like, can I go hang out? Like, wait up. Um, so she goes and she's like, hey guys, like, wanna go, I'm gonna go pick up some CDs, you wanna come? And they're like, yeah, Casey! Yeah. Her hair is pulled back, like Eve said, and they're like, oh, I like your hair like that. Yeah. And so, somehow they just immediately become friends again after, like, two years of hardly talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that's good. (laughs) I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah, so then Drew, like, walks up to Dad on the street, and then they're going for a congratulatory lunch, so... Dad's made partner. Yeah. But she was going to meet Casey. I think she was going to meet Casey, too. But oh, yeah. But Casey uh, decided to go hang out with her friends. Right. We and also then, see the store owner is very happy because all these people are there at her store. Right. We see this little girl holding an Eve doll, and she's wearing her final outfit in the um, cardigan and... The shorter hair. Shorter hair, white shirt, and jeans. Mm-hmm. And she says, show me your 100-watt smile. Oh and, my gosh. okay, before we move on, I don't understand 
how the doll changed the doll manufacturing. And that's what I was gonna say. Why does Lucy <laughs> talk about how she needed to go back? Like what? what like was what that are change? you doing? <laughs> you can't. Who made all this? Of the dolls? Who made this decision? Yeah, I would like to know the logic behind that. I don't know how. You can't. She's just one doll, right? Yeah. Just one doll. Yeah. Like, and we know that because of the certificate. And yes. the, it wasn't even the same Eve because they took that Eve and they put her someplace special. Yeah. I don't. If, does she just like. I don't know how the Eve universe works. Maybe it's like SpongeBob's brain. Like, you know how there's like a bunch of SpongeBob. Yeah. And there's just. Around? Yeah. And it's just like one Eve operating for yeah. <laughs> to like all the other Eves. Yeah. And, and so, maybe somehow they like communicate that to the toy manufacturer. Somehow. I don't. Maybe it's Santa and the elves. Perhaps. I don't know. I don't know either. But she's made these changes somehow. She's made these changes. The only change we really see is that she changed her outfit in some of her catchphrases. Well, yeah. And she's talking about like, let's see your 100 bot smile. And it's not like about her anymore because she's like you're my special friend but it's more like about like right i don't get powered i assume she doesn't she's not like a policewoman and an astronaut and a doctor and a lawyer anymore yeah maybe she's just like one one job yeah maybe <laughs> i don't know maybe she's like a teacher i don't know could be yeah we don't, we don't <laughs> she went back to school that. she we went back to school and then the end of the movie <sighs> is a uh be a cast star, wide prize cast wide <laughs> It's a dance party. Everyone is out there. They're all at the Eve commercial set. (laughs) It's really something else. If a movie doesn't end with a dance number, why even bother? Well, yeah, I was going to say, this is definitely the best ending to any of the movies that we've watched so far. Yeah, well, it's definitely... Zoom into a face at the end of the movie. I didn't even remember the part where she sang the song at the work party. Like, I only remember remember this this, at the very end. Lindsay Lohan's wearing this, like, turquoise blue shirt. (laughs) She's, like, dancing along. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Chef's kiss. In case you couldn't hear it. <laughs> it's really something else. That's, it's like, I have no words. It's just so good. Did you have any quotes that you wrote down from this? I didn't have any specific quotes. I, everything that I already said, I guess. Nothing, like, really stood out to me specifically. Um, I had one. This is whenever Casey is yelling at Bruce, a.k.a. Butterfingers, the first time. She says, get a life, wienerhead. I hate dolls as much as I hate you. So she has a lot of aggression built up inside of her. She's going through a lot. (laughs) This is, like, the very beginning of the movie, but But the doll turned human really helped her grieve. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, Tyra does that for all of us, I think. Yeah. (laughs) The power of Tyra. Uh, what do you rate this? So I rated this three out of five. I rated this a four out of five, and I put it at number four in between My Date with the President's Daughter and H.E. Double Hockey Sticks. Yeah, mine is number eight. It is below Xenon and above H.E. Double Hockey Sticks. I really enjoyed this. I loved this as a kid. I think, again, like we talked about, like, it was the power of Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> when we got to do another Lindsay Lohan, I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. It's it's good. I yeah. love Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> And the Parent Trap is like, oh my god, my f- oh, my favorite movie. I love the Parent Trap. Uh, Christine Sadelko once tweeted that Dennis Quaid in that movie is her dream man, like a single guy who owns his own fucking vineyard. <laughs> and I cannot agree with that more. Um, if you want to know um, something fun, we I remember watching the trailer for A Dog's Purpose. That's what I was just thinking about. I was watching the trailer for A Dog's Purpose, and I was like, oh. We were in know. the theater, like, seeing something else. We saw the trailer. And it wasn't until the very end that they showed Dennis Quaid. And I was like, I think I want to see that. Yeah, Elizabeth was sold when she saw Dennis Quaid. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't think that Dennis Quaid is in any of the DCOMs, which is truly a travesty. Uh, we, we stand Dennis Quaid. We love Dennis Quaid. <laughs> 
Mostly just from the bear trap. Yeah, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> it was the role he was meant to play. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, enough about the parent trap. Next week should be model behavior. Again, not a oh decom, but still very good. We get some JT. Justin Timberlake. Oh, so. And another identical twin played by the same person. Very fun. We're excited. Where oh. they switch places. Oh my God, it's like the same movie. I don't think so. <laughs>